0: This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of digital collateral ligament injury from the hand section on orthobullets.com. Let's start this episode with a quick summary. Digital collateral ligament injuries result from direct trauma to the digit injuring the radial or ulnar collateral ligaments. Diagnosis is made clinically and MRI may be required for confirmation. Treatment is non operative with buddy splinting, with the exception of radial collateral injury to the index finger, which requires surgical repair. Now, let's get into the episode. Starting with epidemiology, the incidence of digital collateral ligament injury is rare, as there are less than one per 100,000 cases annually. As far as the etiology, the mechanism of digital collateral ligament injury depends on the joint involved. This is usually the result of a, quote, jammed finger. Dorsal or volar dislocation events can tear one or both of the collateral ligaments. As far as the anatomy, collateral ligaments of the digits are located on the lateral aspect of the DIP, PIP, and MCP joints, and these are crucial for opposing pinch stability. In terms of presentation, symptoms of digital collateral ligament injury include pain at the involved joint, as well as instability with pinch once pain is resolved. On physical exam, inspection may reveal swelling at the involved joint as well as deformity of the joint. Provocative tests include varus and valgus stress tests. Moving on to imaging, recommended views on radiographs include a PA, lateral, oblique, as well as varus-slash-valgus stress views, which may aid in diagnosis. An MRI may be indicated in the setting of equivocal physical exam findings. Treatment of digital collateral ligament injury can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management includes buddy taping for three weeks, which is indicated in the setting of simple tears. Body taping for six weeks is indicated for complex tears. Operative options include collateral ligament repair, which is indicated for radial ligament injuries of the index finger, where the ligament is needed for pinch stability. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic might be tested. A 29-year-old male was engaged in a Franco-Prussian War battlefield reenactment when his hand was struck by a wooden sword. After the excitement of the activity subsided, the patient's right index finger was tender, swollen, and had a limited range of motion. On physical exam, the faux soldier has tenderness on the radial aspect of the index finger MCP joint, and there is no endpoint on ulnar-directed stress at the right index finger MCP joint. In addition, he complains of difficulty pinching. Regarding index finger radial collateral ligament injuries, which of the following is true? And the choices are 1. The radial collateral ligament is not a key component to pinching. 2. Stable injuries benefit from early surgical intervention. 3. Unstable injuries achieve equivocal clinical outcomes with early or late presentation. And 4. Unstable injuries achieve best outcomes with early surgical reconstruction. The correct answer to this question is 5. Unstable injuries achieve best outcomes with early surgical repair. So an unstable index finger MCP joint with a complete tear of the radial collateral ligament and without a firm endpoint on exam requires surgical intervention and does better with early repair. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1. The radial collateral ligament is not a key component to pinching is incorrect as radial collateral ligament integrity is critical to pinching. Without the radial collateral ligament during pinching, the MCP joint would deviate ulnarly. Answer two, stable injuries benefit from early surgical intervention is incorrect as stable injuries are best treated with early mobilization. Answer three, unstable injuries achieve equivocal clinical outcomes with early or late presentation is incorrect as unstable injuries are best treated with early recognition and treatment. Late presentation of unstable injuries have decidedly worse outcomes compared to those with an early presentation. Finally, answer four, unstable injuries achieve best outcomes with early surgical reconstruction is incorrect as unstable injuries presenting early are most amenable to repair, not reconstruction. A ligament reconstruction would be reserved for unstable injuries presenting late when the radial collateral ligament is patchless and irreparable. To quickly review, the radial collateral ligament is a key component to pinching. Injuries to the index radial collateral ligament are graded on severity and endpoint on stress testing. Grade 1 injuries have tenderness over the radial collateral ligament without instability. Grade 2 injuries have laxity on stress testing but have a definite endpoint, while grade 3 injuries have no endpoint on exam and are considered unstable. Grade 1 and 2 injuries are best treated with 4-6 to six weeks of immobilization and excellent results can be anticipated. Grade 3 injuries that present early, that is less than 4 weeks, may be treated with strict immobilization or surgical repair. However, grade 3 injuries that present late universally do poorly and often require a ligament reconstruction or even fusion. Dye et al. performed a cadaveric analysis of 17 index fingers. The authors found that the radial collateral ligament is 5.8 mm in width and 6.4 mm in length. The authors also determined exact anatomic origin and insertion points of the radial collateral ligament, which may be beneficial in the reconstruction of the index finger radial collateral ligament. Gatson and Lori report on 14 patients with index finger MCP joint radial collateral ligament injuries with an average follow-up of 24 months. Ligament injuries with a firm endpoint on stress testing that were treated with immobilization alone for four to six weeks had excellent results. When patients with unstable joints were seen early, ligament repair achieved good results. However, all patients who presented late achieved poor outcomes. The authors underscore the importance of a good physical exam and early appropriate treatment to optimize outcomes. Laurie et al. reviewed collateral ligament injuries of the metacarpophalangeal joints of the fingers. Although complete rupture is rare, MCP joint collateral ligament injuries are often misdiagnosed or completely missed. Chronic instability often leads to pain and weakness and may precipitate osteoarthritis, particularly in the thumb MCP joint. A careful physical exam with appropriate stress testing and advanced imaging will improve diagnostic accuracy. Late ligament repair is appropriate when no arthritic changes are present, but a salvage procedure may be necessary for the unstable arthritic MCP joint. That's all for this review about digital collateral ligament injury. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on OrthoBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow OrthoBullets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the OrthoBullets podcast.